Welcome everybody back to Down to the Beach. You're live. You got your boys here, Johnny Gems. That's the new one I'm going by. I will only be referred to Ooh. as such now. We got Johnny Gems and Mr. 24K on the cans. You know what I'm fucking talking about? We got Racco back in the corner. And we got our cousin You're, over there in the fourth seat. You know, you know what it is, NRA bitch. Ooh. Oh, oh shit. That might be the coldest fucking yeah. intro we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, yo. Yes, I will now be taking over as Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny that. Gems, Johnny Blaze, you know the deal. Uh bro. I'm yeah, I, that that was sick. Shout out NLN for the new nickname cuz I'm going to be rocking that one. He now. gave you that one? Yeah, dude. I was I just I was spitting gems on our fucking Instagram and he commented. He's like Johnny Gems. I was like that's fucking sick. That's I'm pretty dope. sure there's an artist in the city named Johnny Gems. No, there's not. There's a podcaster. <laughs> there's a fucking podcaster in the city named Johnny Gems and he's coming for the top. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> We got a great podcast coming up for you guys. We got a full house, so there's going to be a lot of opinions, a lot of talk going on. We're going to start with an Earth Gang, or a review of the Earth Gang album, Ghetto Gods, an album I was super excited for. We're going to talk about what it really makes to, uh, what really makes an artist a superstar after Joe Budden's recent comments on Megan Thee Stallion. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, And then... I saw a tweet the other day, and it's a little... We're going to try to incorporate this, like, hot take sort of aspect to the show. Um, but I saw a tweet the other day that said, Is the race for content fucking up the game? And I want to know what everyone thinks about that, so we'll get to that at the end. But before we get anywhere, review of Ghetto Gods, the Earth Gang album. A much-awaited album for me. I was super excited for this album to come out. Can we just go to the track list, please? I believe it's 17 songs, 53 minutes, um, which is perfect. I don't hate no, it. No, it's 17 songs, 53 minutes, one second. <laughs> Why the fuck would Spotify do that? That's so stupid. Um, I really, really, really fuck with this album. I was really excited for this album. And on first listen, I was disappointed with this album. But upon second and third listens, it came back around for me. I was really happy with the length because I hadn't, like, Earth Gang is one of my, like, the artists that are, like, really on my radar right now i will buy anything that they put out so i was really looking forward to a full-length project of 17 songs i don't hate that there was some skits on it too good skits like some classic skits the hey boo skit was fire um the zaza skit sounded like you if you play that out loud play play just the first little bit of it and tell me it doesn't sound a little bit like it's 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 It sounds like you when you get that little schwang going on your nerve. Yeah, yeah. Does that not? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard that. I was like, that sounds like fuck it. You sure you're not in the credits? Yeah, yeah I might be. I might be. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, but you're right though with the skits. The skits were actually very like good transitions into really each of the good songs. Skits, like, yeah, it tells like a whole story like top to bottom. Exactly. You know I mean? That's the one thing I really like from the intro off rip. Just like the thing I love about like Earth Gang is the the storytelling. Like it's very it's very vulnerable. It's very straightforward, mm-hmm. but it's like the wordplay 
you know what i mean it's like it's up tempo like it's very high energy like they're, they're really nice and i love to see the way they're growing right now mm-hmm. and they're finally like getting this mm-hmm. attention you know it's still I mean? how they complement it too off each other like the chemistry's yeah. off the charts. Yeah, they've been it, with each other since like before '08, I think. They've they've been together. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's. I feel like everyone makes a comparison, but to like Outcast, you know, another Atlanta group. One guy a little eccentric, the other guy is about as bars. You know, they kind of they come from. Uh, yeah, I said that they both come from Atlanta. You know, it's an easy comparison to make, but I don't necessarily think that. Uh, you know, I don't think Earth Gang's like a rip off of of uh outcast though but i feel like the vibe they bring to the music industry is very much the same the creative energy they bring the uh like you said the yin yang feeding off of each other um aspect to their sound makes for such an interesting fucking mm-hmm. list i think they're both eccentric though a little bit yeah i don't think one but like but like not like like uh what what's the other one's name ulu Johnny Venus. Johnny Venus is the one who's always wearing like the like just tarps off with the with the the turban on and the sunglasses, right? But I think I think the other guy, yeah, I don't know. I always kind of pictured it as kind of like the Jekyll and Hyde vibe. Doctor Dot, that's his name. That's crazy. Doctor Dot. The thing I like about the album is like they had like they they got some big names on it. They'll track with JID and J. Cole, like Mm -hmm. just from the intro, the minute the song starts, Mm -hmm. you just Mm -hmm. hear the high energy. Mm -hmm. They're just coming through with like L bars on it. Like I love the fact whenever I see CeeLo Green. I was so (laughs) bro, that was such Oh, that was so fucking awesome. Nick Cannon get me fired up. (laughs) Nick Cannon came in with a little bit of spoken word on that. Oh man, it was, it was a good song, but I don't know. Like I was shocked to hear Nick Cannon giving out all the, like motivational yeah, speech. That yeah, kind of yeah, caught me yeah. off guard. But I, I like, Is he a I was with the homie and we we're just bumping it like car tested, you know. And I was like, yo, like whenever I see CeeLo, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give a good listen. And he had like very powerful like hook and mm-hmm. chorus, and then came with a little verse, you know. Do you think people? I like Nick Cannon is a comedian, but he started his career as a rapper as well as like just he's more of just an entertainment personality now. Like I don't think he really raps much anymore, but you know, he's not shy to get on a track, but I was thinking like, uh, I read that and I was like, that's someone's clowning someone here. Like, there's no way there's a Nick Cannon feature on this track, but I thought it was used well. You know, it was a nice little bridge in the song. Um, as a cohesive album, I thought this thing, you can listen to this from top to bottom with ease, you know, and it feels it feels good listening to this type of music. It makes you feel happy. And I really like that. Despite the fact of the themes of this this album, you know, titled Ghetto, Go- Ghetto Gods, it's very much about um, the hardships that I imagine these two endured growing up. You know, uh, it's really a lot. It's centered a lot around black excellence and just like black wealth. And I think that's a really beautiful thing, too, to really be pushing through this album. But in a way that doesn't feel like Rick Ross. You know what I mean? It's not like, look at all my Aston Martins. You know what I mean? Look at my big ass mansion. It's literally about growth. And I think that's a beautiful thing because I don't think you see a lot of times that in an album. You see the evolution of an artist getting wealthier and becoming more wealthy in their mind and in their pockets. But you don't necessarily see that evolution on one project. Like that next tape, once they've made it, is about... Is, is it's about, completely different. Exactly. Their their first tape doesn't sound like their last tape. You know, not not Earth Gang, but like, you know, you kind of see an evolution of growth in this album as a whole rather than from album to album. You know what I mean? 
the vibe I get from it is like, as you said, it's like happy music, and mm-hmm. they're like, it's very compelling the stories that they're telling because like they're they're the truths that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You hear them talk about like struggling as an artist coming up. You know what I mean? Like the families. You know what I mean? Like segregation, like facing the racism. You know what I mean? All of it, like what they've had to overcome to get in the positions they are. The thing that I really like is, it, like, they they understand that they have a platform and a voice, and it's like they used it to empower that's the vibe i get like worship almost like that type of feeling you know it's like you know like all right we're gonna come together and listen to this music and like this is how we're gonna be able to give thanks you know and give praise and like that's a perfect way of putting it it's almost like a gospel you know what i mean it's something that will uplift you that you can listen to at dark times that will bring you out of those sort of dark times the same way it did for them um standout tracks for you what are they personally Mm. second track off of it ghetto gods oh Ghetto Gods, um, Amen. We've been bumping that for like probably like two weeks now. Yeah, yeah, that tracks like, fire. I just think that's such a good mm-hmm. song. Like, feel good. That's a feel and good song. Smoke some. Yeah. Smoke some. Smoke some. Power. American Horror Story. And All Eyes on Me. Water Boys is always obviously gonna be like that's a standout track. Everyone knows it. You know. I I really liked uh, Future's verse on Billy. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Billy was a good track. The way you transitioned into it, it was sick. What also I enjoy about Earth Gang is that they make uh, conscious rap, I guess you could call it, fun. Sorry. Uh, They make music that opens your mind, but doesn't feel like they're sitting there trying to just like... You know what I mean? Like the, it doesn't feel like the word plays all crazy. Yeah, like syllables and all. Yeah, that. exactly. You know, like it's like, it's digestible and like it's fun, but it feels like they're they're speaking about real things without like making it such a muddy sort of like you don't have to go fucking read the genius annotations for these for these projects because it's in a way that you understand. But like, there's not like these heavy layered bars. It's still intricate music though. You know, but it's not like you have to go fucking read and explained on the song just so that you can understand it. You get the vibe through the beat, through the lyrics. Just it's simple, but it, it works. You know. It worked. It works. You know, I give it I give it a solid, solid seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half. Out of That's 10? just like first few takes. You know, it might be a little too soon. I'm gonna definitely listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But after a, f- a couple spins, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a standout to me. I think it's a. Uh, it's it's growth. You can see the growth with them as we discussed, yeah, like yeah. immediately. Like I feel like within the next two three years, I feel like they'll start to make a lot more noise. Probably get their own world tour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll be headlining. Like, I feel like yeah. they they already have. They were in New Zealand yeah. recently. Yeah, they're they're big overseas. They're huge in Europe. Yeah. I know that for yeah. a fact. There's a bar on this song on this album somewhere where they talk about being huge overseas. But um, fuck, I just had one one more thing to say about. So right, this album though, like, for me, I'm a big Earth Gang fan. I'm a fan of like the whole Spillage Village crew, which includes yeah. JID and uh, obviously Earth Gang. But for me, when trying to like critique an album that someone, that's an artist that I really fuck with, it's always tough because I'm like trying to like like when JID dropped his last album, I was like, oh, this sucked. And then like a week later, I was like, this is amazing. Compared to like an artist that's not really on my radar, like when Baby Keem dropped in September. He wasn't really on my radar and I listened to it. I was like, yo, this is dope. So like when I listened to an artist I already like, it's like, how are they going to like knock my socks off? You know? Yeah. You that. expect, and that's, that was my problem on first listen. My I'm socks, my that. socks stayed on, you know, in the first listen, my oh, socks were so my on knees. my feet. Yeah. I, I might even pull them up further. 
But you know, for I've, this for this album, yeah, the first my listen first? Yeah. because I'm so overly critical of people that I like, and okay. I've listened to it twice, and the second time I liked it, yeah, and now I gotta listen to it a third, fourth, and fifth time, and then I feel like by then I'll be like, Cam, add like seven of these songs to my playlist, yeah, you know. I was the one thing that this album didn't have that I was really hoping it did. Actually, it it it's close. I've I've started to keep a list of my favorite songs of this year, and the top like top two so far are Diet Coke. I really fuck with Diet Coke by Pusha T, and I really fuck with Soldiers or Soldier off of the off of a uh, Saba's album. I was expecting. I was really upon first listen. I was expecting there to be a song on here that just made me go, "Holy shit, that's a fucking track." Mm, I like Saba's album after first listen. Yes, same. But again, on my radar, but not someone I listen to. So exactly, I, yeah, yeah. So, so I, when I listened to it. I was like, "Damn, okay, these guys br- or this guy brings it." I'm, I'm, I'm wait. Like, I'm ready for the next album. Earth Gang. I'm like, I know these guys bring it. Yeah. So like, I put. I guess I have like a little bit more. You know, you know how the teachers say for presentations, like you want to present first because there's nothing to comp you to. Yeah. I felt like they were presenting last, and they had like. The, the bar was high. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I there. It's an analogy for all our high school listeners. <laughs> <laughs> or elementary depends on oh, cool man, you are. that's so funny bro uh fuck. that's such a white thing to say about a hip-hop album didn't knock my socks off that's for <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> i meant to do that my socks stayed on when i listened to this as a matter of fact yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i keep that was perfect perfect i hope people heard that I just accidentally <laughs> pressed play on something. Just went bumble clap. <laughs> That's too fucking oh, funny. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I could say that word like bumble clap, like how how like a Jamaican says it. Like if I could do a good accent and just say it, like really, like with from the back of your throat. I think that's such a sick word. I don't even know what it means, but I just wish. What is it? Does anyone know what it means? Do you? No. <laughs> I plead, the I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Never have I seen someone not want to talk so much with a mic in their face. <laughs> um, what time are we at? There, about fifteen. Nice, cool. Let's move on. What makes an artist a superstar? Joe Budden recently came forward and was like, "Megan Stallion is not a superstar because she ain't sold records." But I want to know what does make an artist a superstar. Is it sold records? Is it influence? Is it something else what what do you guys think superstar is like a like a big term it is it is i think like there's stars Mm -hmm. that people know of and there's superstars there's famous take over the world you know like yeah did was i i don't i don't know like i i kind of agree like i don't think she's a superstar i think she's a star yeah Yeah. star in the the industry yeah you know what i mean like female artists top five easily i mean like she she puts up great numbers, Billboard like she has number ones, platinum hits like, but a superstar I feel like that's that's well versed. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's, Beyonce. it's more than just exactly yeah, yeah. Exactly. Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's all like, about impact, you know. And I feel like she kind of was on the right track. Like WAP had people going crazy. Like all the chicks were dancing to that. You know what I mean? But like, what, it's, what track was I, that? WAP. What, 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 what track was that? Like what right track. Right track. You're just trying to get him to say it, aren't you? <laughs> you're trying you to get me. Oh, you, oh, you want, you're trying you to get him to sing the song. You are going to. I know you're trying to get me to say. <laughs> Wait, what song? How's that song go? I've been doing this too long to know what gets you canceled. 
<laughs> I already said Bumbleclot. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not just, my words, man. <laughs> um, I didn't really want to focus on Megan the Stallion so much. I think she's a good like person to hold as a place of like, you know, when talking about someone being a superstar, like who could perhaps be, you know, maybe on the verge of pushing into that realm. But I don't necessarily think she is either. You got to think people like Kanye, MJ, Drake, what do they all have in common? You know, that's superstar status. You got to think what those people have in common. I think. And that's what makes a superstar. Yeah. And like, what, what is it that they have in common? Like obviously hit records, um, the, the numbers to show for it, impact, their wealth, you know, like I feel like, you know, them at like their actual personal wealth is definitely a factor into that. If you can make yourself a fucking, um, Jay-Z. Yeah. Like a nine figure like worth uh, worth nine figures i think that makes you a yeah. superstar for I, mean, sure. I don't really know because like i don't know about if it's even about the money that's yeah, the impact i think yeah. it's more of the impact, impact. i think more of the impact the influence but like, like how do you measure said. that you mm. know you know like that's what i mean is it someone that like is a superstar someone that when you see you faint like well, is that one look, like, look at look at look at beyonce for example like how they move look at Nicki minaj like the barbs how they react mm-hmm. you know when drake drops music look at how people mm-hmm. whenever there's beef like look at kanye right now with everyone with pete you know what I mean? <laughs> look at how they're boob, like you know like so skeet without them saying anything skeet. people are just like they, they, they worship them you know what i mean it's, like this is a different like they put them on like some type of pedestal like these superstars how people treat them you know like yeah michael jackson will walk on stage and blow out a kiss and people would be fainting yeah you know that's like, for me. <laughs> you know, like, that like yeah that type you know like people be like yo you saved my life like you like you made me look out for things you know like you helped me connect with so many other individuals mm-hmm. you know and like i feel like these are superstars you know like 50 cent, that's, that's, 50 cent superstar 50 cent definitely a superstar but what i'm thinking is like they get in headlines often yeah they get in headlines and they bring like cultures together you know what i mean they bring they bring people from around the world together because like if you can sell out stadiums in any nation of the world i think that's that's definitely a part of it yeah but i think that there's something to be it's like we were talking about this kind of like when we were when we were trying to kind of define the goat like you know when someone says though they're the goat like how often can you actually throw that term around before it loses any fucking meaning like oh you ran to the store for some chips that's so you're the goat oh you got ruffles ruffles the goat yeah dude like what you know what i mean that was miss vicky's bro (laughs) 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 you know what i mean so i think when we use the term i think we can we tend to throw it around a little too aimlessly and then that's why fucking people like megan the stallion are like i'm a fucking superstar when in reality, in her world, she can be that superstar. Just like how I think Lil Peep was a superstar. If we're talking on impact and 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 bringing people together, which I think we've kind of established as the base for making someone a superstar, um, their actual influence onto their into their fans' emotions. I think that's really where the superstardom comes from. I think it's a very subjective term. From one person, superstar could be another man's. Yeah, I think I have a different garbage. meaning for impact. You know what I mean? Course. Yeah. That's, it's, it's always subjective. Like, exactly. Uh, like you, it's who's a, who's the superstars to you, right? Mm-hmm. So could be, like you said, Lil Peep. Some people, you can't say nothing to yeah, some people, Lil Peep fans. Can't say nothing to any Lil Peep fans. Exactly. You know? and, and that's just it is, you know, it's like XXX. You know, I don't even like I don't think when he was alive, people re- really regarded him as a superstar. But look at the like posthumous collection he has, mm-hmm. like collection of fans he has now. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's 
I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird term to define, especially with how, how many different people there are in the industry and how different everyone's career is. There's not one celebrity who has come up the exact same way as another celebrity. Impact and, to me is more than just like, if you're doing numbers though and making headlines. Yeah, it's no, like no, how I, genuine you are and how people can relate to you. Like even through watching this Kanye doc, like I feel like a lot of people can relate to that where they're like, yo, I need that confidence you know like i need that i respect this guy's grind. it's like eminem like no one wanted to say that shit mm -hmm. and he went out and said that shit and everyone's like what the fuck like oh, i can relate to this guy this guy's actually saying what people talk about in their living rooms but don't have the balls to say it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know that was sick, that Wait, but, that was sick. but like what joe is saying is like m has the albums to back it yeah you yeah. know like selling records to him a superstar is like like you're sitting amongst artists, mm. so like artists that sell re like albums, you know, like Rihanna, she's like mm -hmm. on her way to becoming a superstar. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm not really talking about like, uh, like global. Yeah, global, there's right? a there's a, there's a worldwide aspect to it. Um, but I I think you're right. Like I think there's an emotional connection a superstar has to its fan base. That's why they their fan base is so like ride or die for them. Yeah. Like you know like the Beehive Beyonce's fans they'll fucking kill for her if they had to. Mm -hmm. And that's because that's not based off of her music. That's not based off of the numbers she's put out. That's not based off of her world tours. It's based off of her as a human being and being able to influence these people on a personal level, like connecting with them emotionally, even though she has no idea who they are. Like these people feel so strongly towards them that that i think is what you know really rests on a superstar's shoulders you know what i mean i hear you that's yeah. good no i think it's yeah i'm glad you heard me <laughs> <laughs> i was talking we're, we're opposite loud. corners yeah, in the room so i hope you <laughs> <laughs> what if no one said anything after that? like what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. um who okay let's 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 switch this a little bit you know of these artists you know that are are relatively new you know let's say 2016 and onwards um you know that's sort of the artists in the, of the past five years let's let's say of the past five years who do we see going to that superstar level um of fame you know the the justin bieber's the the michael jackson's the drake's who's who do we see who do you think has potential to be that person i don't see it I don't either. I think, and I like, are we speaking in hip hop, just hip hop, or any, just music in general? I guess music. I guess music in general. You could say like yeah. BTS, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're the, and like and like I guess like uh like J Balvin and B Bad Bunny. Like those guys are huge through all of South America. You, you think you could put like Ariana Grande and Little Baby? Ariana I think, Grande, I think you could. I think she's already there. I think Ariana yeah. Grande is at superstar level. Little Baby, I think would be one of those people for sure travis scott i guess that's not past five years though um but little baby for sure um just off the top that's who i could think of i was Ariana, like Ariana Grande, yeah, Ariana baby, Grande. I no, definitely like bad bunny like i, I think yeah. bad bunny yeah bad bunny like you said yeah. jay balvin too jay balvin yeah, yeah exactly yeah, cardi b even i would go what? so far as to say huh? is what about hip-hop though hip-hop hmm. oh hip-hop like it's since 2016 who's got superstar last five years potential? I don't think anyone right now is showing it that they got. XXX, they <laughs> I think, had potential too. I think Lil Uzi has potential too. If he I think just, there's like, a lot of stars out right yeah, now. Yeah, there's definitely. a lot of good music. There's mm -hmm. a lot of, like, you know, it's every Friday when there's new albums coming out. Like, it's exciting. Like, Kodak just dropped too, you know? It's like, yeah. there's a lot of good so calm, stuff yeah. coming out. So, yeah. there's a lot of stars. But Superstar, I feel like it's harder to reach that. I think social media kind of made it harder to reach that. 
You'd think that it would make it easier though, almost. It just it made it too easy to the point where it's oversaturated and everyone can reach that level. So now it's just not. It's like the goat thing. How like what value does that have? Like what value does superstardom have now? Because everyone can do that. Like we measure not followers because so many of these people have over a million followers. But yeah. that would have meant so much more like ten years ago than it does now. Yeah. Like Selena Gomez, wasn't she? Wasn't she like the most followed person on Instagram? And would you call her a superstar? I don't think I would. No, I would. So I don't think I would. I really don't. You know, it's yeah. It's that's why it's tough to compare to. Like we bring up MJ. It's like, can you really even bring up his name? Because it's like it's such a different time. It's a and you can't like, but that's the thing. It's like when you compare people like MJ to people like the the only people who can compete in that field are the people like Beyonce or Prince or Justin Bieber. Yeah, those are the only artists. Like, I don't think Drake really even holds a flame to what MJ has has done. I I really don't. I think if we went anywhere else in the world, Drake is obviously a, like the biggest artist of this generation right now when it comes to hip hop. But I don't necessarily think what he has is the exact is the same as what MJ had. Like the chokehold MJ had on on the industry, I don't think is the same. I think Kanye has more of a chokehold on the industry than Drake. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, but like if we're going to look at people who have like Drake wants to be the superstar so much more, that's his brand is he's a global phenom. You know, Kanye's here, the creative genius, you know, the guy, the mad scientist that doesn't really care about the fame or whatever. He's just here to create, but has become a superstar somehow. <laughs> so fucked, man. I also just couldn't imagine being a superstar on my own. That's that's just such a crazy thought to me. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Being a superstar would be hella hectic, you know what I mean? Your whole life under a microscope, you know? Like, there's a lot that comes with it, you know? Like, it's look at Kanye, as you mentioned, Drake, MJ. You know, while their success, they still had so many other things so many going on. F- yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Like, only time will tell, I guess, over this, like, next, like, five, six years who will be superstars. You know, yeah. we'll see if any of these predictions are going well. I'm going to throw a random, just, like, Guess out there, but NLE Chopper, man. I don't know. Bro, I'm just like a, I fucking like, love that just like, guy. You know, like a, you know those like random like yeah, wild card. Yeah, wild just a wild card. card. Wild you know, card I don't know, man. I'm, sure. I'm gonna put him out there. I know? fuck with NLE Chopper, and he's like he was fucked up. Like he's so fucked. He's he's a crazy crazy being, but I really fuck. He's wholesome still. If you if you like actually do look at him, he's a wholesome guy. But I, I think know, he man. is the talent to be for sure. Yo, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I'm, like, I'm just like, you never yeah, know. Like we'll Koi, see. We'll Koi, see what he grows like into. Koi Lorray. Koi Lorray. Koi Lorray. That's she's, a sleeper pick for sure. That's yeah, a sleeper. Like, pick. I think she's just like getting in her bag now. Like, yeah. yeah, she had like a few tracks. That, people like, thought she was annoying, and she just pushed right through that. Shout out to Koi Lorray for that. I will shout her mm. out for that. She people clowned her, man. Yeah. But she'll she'll get there. This might be a hot take, but I think to be a superstar, you got to be really young young kind of like bieber you have to start young for sure you gotta, like think you got to be like big before your 20s kind of like billy eilish you know that's a good that's she a good got, superstar she person. was big before she, I don't even, is she 20 yet no i don't think so you know she, i mean she's, she's already massive down. she's slowing down she's slowing down but she can kind of get on that track because even bieber i feel like when people try to compare his legacy in terms of like reach mm-hmm. to michael i feel like he's not even at that i feel like there was like a five-year gap when beebs didn't have an album drop when he took that little break wait yeah he was fucking i forget what the albums were between like the it was, between, it was like a five-year break it was I feel between, like if, he, uh, if he didn't take that break and he dropped another album or two he would have been more comparable to michael's reach i think you're right though about having to start young you think about michael jackson started with the jackson five like uh, you gotta be young to really start i think really capitalizing on the superstar 
um idea yeah or 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 image even tiger woods you know if you want to go like athletes too lebron james LeBron right out of high James. school you know mm-hmm. all these dudes tiger Kobe. woods was on the tonight show at the age three he was already a fucking superstar you know <laughs> that's Dude, fucked I up even know that. Yeah. yep so. cool well that figured it out <laughs> you guys can do what you want with that information because we're moving on to is the race for content fucking the game up 100 percent you it know is, what I right? mean? A hundred percent. Yo, like we live in a fucking information age. You know what I mean? Constantly, we open our phone. There's a million things that are popping up. It's like, yo, do you know how hard it is to like stay on that number one landing page? You know what I mean? Like yeah. to be that number one in the search engine, like all that. Mm-hmm. When there's constant things being produced, mm-hmm. so much consuming. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, but. I love the people that stay true to like the delayed gratification mm-hmm. that like trust the, and enjoy the process. You know, like they always recommend with art and what you're going to share. Don't share nothing until it's finished. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes a lot of shit gets shared and it's not finished. Right. You know, so it's like wait until it's finished and then you share it. You know, and I think with the ever like the ever growing connected world, I think people are forced. You're right to put stuff out that isn't quite finished. They're they're too worried about you know getting the next thing out there, without really sitting back and counting your chips. But at the same time, the problem with the game is is that you don't have time to count your chips. You gotta fucking you have to be on it, right? And Who's it's saying that though. What? Who's saying that? <laughs> Who's saying what? That you gotta be on it like that. Like I get- like Frank Ocean, you know. But even see Isaiah Rashad, he dropped. It took him forever to drop. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, it's true. You got to be like snappy with it. But I think with that comes a lot of opportunity because now a lot of artists and entertainers in general are taking rollouts more seriously. Even just talking to artists, like we mentioned earlier, NLN, like City Fidelia, all these dudes, they take the rollout so seriously because that can really separate you. Because while everyone's just forcing a pump content out there, if you sit back and make a nice like proper rollout like how kanye rolled out donda obviously that's on another level but mm-hmm. if you just in that kind of way have an actual rollout for your content and take your audience through like a story that again takes you back to how you can create an impact because now you create a whole culture for people to fall in love with see i think that there's two different sort of artists in the game right now there's the artists who are really here to really do this and then the artists who are really here because they don't have anything else to do and those are the ones that are really just inflating the game pumping and pumping and pumping out whatever it is if it's good it's bad whatever any publicity is good publicity those sort of people and that's what's kind of fucking up the people the other 10 percent, you know that are really trying to be meticulous and really think this stuff out to make sure that they come across as a not only an like a legitimate artist but someone who sees things differently the only problem is is that these people who are just like we said, pumping the game full of shit, make it so hard for consumers to sift through to mm-hmm. find that one, that one, the pearl, you know what I mean? Like the one, the heart of whatever it is that they're looking for. They have to get through so much other shit. I don't, there's an, there's a metaphor I'm looking for here, like an artichoke. I know those have hearts and I know you got to do a little work to get to them, but mm, tasty though. I, yeah. That's what I, I'll say artichoke. So like the game's like an artichoke right now. There's too much shit going on to get to the heart <laughs> of it. <laughs> that's another white thing for a hip hop podcast. Say. It's like, it's, the game's like an artichoke, you know, <laughs> what do you think? Like, do you think it's oversaturated? I think it's oversaturated. Like I'm, I'm tired of like, 
like even this Kodak album, I haven't given it enough time, but like I still, I'm not even going to speak on that because I haven't given it enough time, but there's a couple tracks on there that I felt like did not need to be on that album, but that's just me. You see my personal opinion. Like I just always feel like, I don't know. So as long as I've lived, there's always been so much information out there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, you got to just be selective. You know what I mean? Of what you're consuming and what you're listening to. So like, you know, so, if I I'll listen to an album, if it's not if it's not it, it's like I I just simply delete it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> How you I getting cyberbullied? Just turn your screen <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, there's millions of millions of tweets constantly going off and millions and millions of posts constantly going off. It's like, but you, you choose to, who you, you follow. To, yeah, you don't need to consume it all. You know, like mm. it's like you pick and choose. Do you think like? <laughs> As consumers, I agree with you. You know, like it, a lot of this burden is on us. But do you ever feel bad for artists that don't make it? Like you just not like ones you know of personally, but in my mind, I know that there are way more artists out there who have just not been able to capitalize on their dream. Joiner Lucas. Exactly. Exactly. That's like, like yeah. Like do you ever just feel bad for those people? Like uh, I even why think, do I join uh, Lucas? I, I bet all my chips on him at the start. Yeah. And yeah. It yeah. didn't pan out. No. Pan out. Same with Big Sean too. Like I sometimes feel bad for Big Sean. I feel like he gets a little fucked around sometimes, you know. And even not even, but like those artists that are like you know. I do really respect the artist too, who is about making content, putting content out there, just hoping that something sticks. Like I'm, I'm for that idea. It's not for me, but you know, like I, I can respect that, but I always wonder, you know, what, how long does that go before you're like, fuck it. Like I, this is ain't for me. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't know, man. I think like it just goes back to part one of the genius doc, the Connie doc, where he says, they say, like, do you have any advantages coming out of Chicago? And he's like, I'm going to make the disadvantages my advantages. You know, they call me too short for basketball, so I hit him with the scoop. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I make my disadvantage my advantage. I feel like all this content saturating everything, and in quotes here you have written fucking the game up, I feel like, yeah, but the advantage in that is, like, anyone can make songs. Anyone can make an album. Facts. But who can make a storyline? Like, mm -hmm. what's your story? And, like, that's what people will fall in love with. Have, like, a rollout with your content, like, for this case, music. And what's the storyline behind it? Think about the greats. You know what I mean? I will just keep using the Kanye example. Every album has a storyline. You know what I mean? Use that example till it's dead. <laughs> but, you know, they all have a storyline behind the album. I think, too, what uh, is is sacrificed a lot really in the game. I think it really helps separate yourself. I think what's really sacrificed in the game now, too, is, um, is, is building an image as an artist. You know, having an image for your rollout and your music and whatever, like that's incredibly important for sure. But I think that as an artist, you yourself need to have an image that is just as strong that people can buy into. You know, if you like Yeet, I don't know if you got like, I don't, are you listening to Yeet at all? Yeet? Yeet? I don't know about Yeet. I, I, I've, I've tried to give it a couple of listens. It's, it's right. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a unique sound. It is. It is. It's, oh, it's, I saw he's like number two right now. Yeah, he's fucking yeah, big. Or something. Yeah, he's, he's, he's killing it. Like, he's, people yeah. really fuck with his sound. You know, like, just, I've only listened to that re most recent tape. Yeah. You know, like, right. I just I, see a lot of memes about his music, but like, <laughs> I need to, I need to go and actually do some research, you know, like, see, this, it, try to get, understand it. Because you know? I thought, you know, fuck. Who the fuck is this? What? How the fuck? Like, I looked at, I watched a video on like his fan base. They were fucking. They looked pretty like people I would never want to hang out with in my entire life. Mm -hmm. His music isn't something that I'm like, yo, this is fucking so crazy and it's innovative for sure. It's different. But I like even him as an artist. He's kind of got this like 
kind of types like how uh, uh, Cam Newton types too. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like it, it, it's kind of that sort of vibe. You know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> that, that font. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what keyboard that is. That was a nasty <laughs> ghost inhale though. That was fire. That was, that was Steez. Um, <laughs> Bro. But the thing about Yeet is I don't under, like, I was like, man, this guy's just, it felt very much so like someone just like trying to just ride the algorithm, just catch on. But I looked at his catalog. He's got sh- he's got so much music out. He has mm. been grinding this. He is the definition of pumping this fucking game full of innovative music to the point where it actually caught on. Yeah. Well, look at NLN. Like he kind of married both of them. Yes. He was pumping out content. He was dropping a song a week. But there was like that's his storyline is like how much of a hustler he is at the age of what seventeen, eighteen, yeah, whatever. Exactly. You exactly. know, it's kind of like even think about like Jack Harlow. Like why mm-hmm. is he bumping? Cause like he it's fucking the off the mic shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you seem fucking around with Drewski. People love that shit. They fall yeah. in love with the person, you know, and then they want to listen to his music when it comes out. There's art, and then there's the artist, man. <clears throat> and you gotta, you, as much as you want to separate them at times, you gotta keep those two things fucking together. That was a weird place to use fucking in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta have them two. Art and the artist have to fuck together, man. That's what we're looking for. (laughs) I also think there's not too many artists looking to be superstars anymore. You know, like like even like Earth Gang we just talked about. I don't think they're looking to be superstars. No, I think people are so happy with cult followings. JID is a perfect example. I love. I think he loves where he's at. The idea of the cult following, you know, people will recognize you when you're out in public. You know, you got a fan base there from whatever city you touch down on. But. Your ground is not being worshipped. Yeah. <laughs> if we have enough fans that could sell out, you know, venues when we if we go to perform there, that's all you need. That's it. You know, as long as there's three thousand people in every city, I'd that be like pretty us, happy. You know? Yeah, I'd yeah, be pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, this was a thought provoker, eh, guys. This was fun. <laughs> this was fun. Very fun. Shout out to Oxymoron too. That that album came out eight years ago today. That's probably one of my favorite albums. I couldn't not talk about that. And rest in peace, Snooty Wild. You know the song Yayo featuring Yo Gotti, that fucking classic track you used to listen to in grade 10 in your buddy's car? Actually, a guy from Ottawa made that album cover. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, man. Rest Perfect. in peace. Shout out. Gone too soon. No. What's the guy's... What's the... What's the no, guy? I'm oh. talking about Snooty Wild. Oh, okay, okay. Not okay. not the guy from Ottawa who designed the cover. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Creations of LA. Cool. Check them out, too. Yeah, and go listen to Oxymoron because that album's a fucking classic. No skips ever. Perfect album. That's a perfect album for me. That's a great album. <laughs> it's a great album, guys. Fucking, I'll say it again. One more time. Amazing album. Thank you very much for tuning in today, folks. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for holding it down with us. All four of us. You know who it is. Johnny Gems. Joan 24K. Rack City. It's A. Yes, sir. Signing out. Peace, folks.